Right, so I've got a few things to say about the last podcast. Wow, straight in. Like You've got to lean into the microphone, that's one thing. Okay, all right, all right. So, let's hear it. Let's <laughs> okay, hear so, last it podcast. No, it wasn't. It was terrible, right? And I've got a few things I, I think we can improve on, right? One is that not interrupting each other. Right, yeah? right, right. Like that. Well, I mean, uh, I got to give each other a second before you start talking or... Yeah, well, I think actually one thing you can do is just embrace the silence. I think there was a lot of sort of rushing, clamoring to right. sort of get things in. So I'm thinking we should do a kind of sort of a little calmer kind of relaxing embracing of the dead air. I like that. I mean, it's this is like no, no, a how that's to... Not, that's not it, see? I'm embracing okay. the dead air. Hmm. That's it. That's that's right. more like okay. it. Yeah. And then say and now now say your piece. Can I can I uh, Well again, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now say your piece. Okay. No, well, no, 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 you saying okay as I was saying it. Now yeah. say your piece. <laughs> so into the microphone. Oh, sorry. Okay. This is like a how-to podcasting. This is not about anything other than how to It's like we're learning podcasting as we go, which is which is nice because everyone always seems to know how to do it so well. Um, uh, yeah we're going to show you how much work actually takes to make a decent podcast we're we're actually professionals but yeah we're going to show you we're pretending to be amateurs and we're sort of like learning with you pretending that we don't have years of experience it's really hard to pretend to not know how to do something when you know how to do it so well Um, I'm actually finding it quite easy but there you go the other thing I'd like to say we didn't even get an hour so I think actually doing an hour that's important another thing would be like i think just sort of short-term goals i want to make at least 50 percent of it not boring that wow. would be good that that's a that's 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 a high bar then so long term yeah long stop that was an interruption there that i didn't like right. but should we have like a sin bin sort of thing <laughs> yeah like uh take a sip of tea should you do something wrong? Yeah, you have to. Okay. Yeah, well, that's an incentive. So uh, you not you can't five take. Sips. <laughs> you okay? You have to take five sips there because I was talking. Oh, you see, never seem to do it somehow. You're oh, I just call it. you out on it more. That's all it is. But sometimes you have to cut across to get, you know the timing. Yeah, maybe. All right. Anyway, so the next thing, long term <laughs> goals are a million jo- dollars. Shut up. <laughs> Long-term goals are jokes. We need jokes. <laughs> that would be it's, a, it's, a, it's the only comedy podcast in the UK, and yet it doesn't have any jokes. So it makes me wonder um, if, but, how, if it's got longevity. But do you have like butterbun jokes or any just anything <laughs> anything funny? I'll okay, go for at right, this point. Right, right. Those kind of jokes would be the best, obviously. Okay. Uh, and, and like running gags, running gags would be good. Mm-hmm. Catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> these, are all, these are all things I'm terrible at, but. I don't, I'm, I'm slowly starting to wonder this is why you like, chosen me. This is you pretending that you're terrible. Right. We're actually experts at all of this, but we're going to show you how you can how you can kind of just sort of fall into them. They sort of naturally occur if you do sort of hundreds of hours of podcasting. Eventually, you get somewhere. So, how many hours have we done now? We haven't done one hour okay. yet. Right. So we've got ninety nine hours to go <laughs> until we're fully fledged. Yeah, I think on the 100th podcast, we'll look back and we'll be like, have we done anything decent? If we're still doing it as off, like if it's still as shit as this, mm. then maybe we'll call it a day. No, we'll think about <laughs> calling it a day. Okay. We're not going we'll to have a it. meeting. We'll have a meeting. Yeah. yeah we're not going to do 100 hours. To, but okay, if on the 100th hour, 50% of that 100th hour is not funny, <laughs> we'll, we'll stop. We'll stop, guys. Who judges that? Um,. I guess you you're really good at judging uh, i'm a the, good yeah, i'm good at judging yeah, you, things you will be a good judge <laughs> i'll be the judge well, of that's that why we call you judge dan okay so uh midterm goals oh wow there's midterm so mid the first midterm goal is to get one listener right that's that's actually that's doable that's doable that is definitely doable well it's doable to get one listener who'd like randomly accidentally clips on it right it can't be a family member it can't be no it can't it has to be it has to be someone that randomly or hears about it from someone maybe from us but has no allegiance to us in fact maybe hates us right but begrudgingly because of the quality of the podcast actually listens they kind of fall like prey to the yeah podcast. yeah something like that or it's someone that has no attachment to us at all and just randomly clicks on it but more than that 
they click again. It's the second click. Well, anyone can listen to half an hour or to 10 minutes or 30 seconds of us blathering, but it's you've got to get them to listen to a second episode. That's what makes it. Or at least fully one episode. That's already pretty good. To fully maybe, go, but then you don't know. Maybe they just they turned it on and, and had a heart attack. All right. I went for falling asleep, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, they might have. It would be good if they had a heart attack, though, because if it's on YouTube and it's on that autoplay, then they might listen to maybe three or four episodes. So, you know, that's a loophole that we've got to look out for. Just on the record, we hope no one uh, falls dead due to heart attack uh, while listening to this. Uh, or ever. And if you do uh, seek medical help, um, How so, are they going to seek medical help? Well, as it happens, I mean, obviously, you know, you're going to seek help. I know how to. What a horrible it. way to die! Like listening to us wittering on. There's a guy actually. A uh, pug just died. He was doing Radio Two, and he just died on the on air. What? I mean, it, when? Bit of a serious tone for a comedy show. But uh, it was about a week ago. He died of a myocarditis type of thing. Um, on... You went all South African there. Type of thing. Talk, talking to the microphone. <laughs> it's like it's like talking <laughs> talking dirty talking to the microphone um anyway we're moving on so that oh, wait, was, oh wait that was interesting what happened well um he died on air i mean i don't know how many other ways to I, I didn't say. hear about this was it on the, I assume it's, it was on the well, news it depends what news source oh right. right it wasn't on the mainstream media uh whatever that is but no it was not on on but you could probably find it on the on the bb actually i would assume so yeah because it was a bbc uh, he was a BBC guy, so you think they'd, that's mad. They, you know, how old was he? Fifty something. Gee, that's not. So um, there has been an excess death in in in, in uh, heart issues lately. Um, but then they're like, you know, people probably thinking right now, what we is this, is this like a health <laughs> a health podcast? But anyway, just to just you know, just to know, I, no one's listening, so it doesn't right, matter. Okay, no one's thinking right, anything. Right, right. People are the, people are just dying on the floor, right, like, okay. trying to change the video with their last breath. Um, but uh, are, we, are we are we on track to reaching short term goals, long mid term goals, long term goals? Um, I think short term goals we we're not hitting them, but we, we're on track. Like we we might not miss them. Okay, I, I actually forgot what they were all are, but let's just go on with it. Um, short term goals actually just to make an hour. I think I think that's the only okay. goal. I think we can hit that. Okay, so uh, guess what I watched this week. Hmm. You watched something about like a serial killer. Uh, it was what the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. No, I know that was last week actually. Yeah, no. But there's so many serial killer shows. I'm but sure. Yeah, that was a good like just as proportion of like hitting the target. Yeah, that I could have watched something about a serial killer. It's a high. I mean, I think seventy percent of stuff now, at least some on Netflix, it's got like. That's the thing, I actually did, yeah, and funnily enough, it, there wasn't any serial killing in the thing that I watched. It's kind of odd these days. It was, yeah. it was a little bit str- I was a little bit unnerved. Was there at least, like, a murder, not a serial, like a serial? There was no, there was no. no murder. Right. I watched um, Chariots of Fire. <laughs> Do you know that film? I've never seen, I've only seen, like, the bit where they're running on, is that the yeah, bit they're yeah, running yeah. on the beach? Okay. So it's got this one famous scene where they're running on the beach, and it's got amazing soundtrack. Made yeah, for the yeah. film by this like German electro artist. It's really good, and that's the the bit that you see all the time. It's the only good bit of the film. The film is well, it's interesting because of what it's about and the time that it was made. But that's all like sort of uh, ex- like not deliberate. They what they actually tried to do. It's a terrible film. Wait, what is it? So it's about the 1924 uh, Olympics in Paris. Okay. Oh, the 1924 one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know the. <laughs> It was like it had to be captured for prosperity because I think the reason is that Britain actually won a few medals in running, which is very unlikely. So it hasn't happened. What are you saying? Brits aren't good runners. Uh, I'm saying Brits just aren't very good at what? the Olympics. I mean, come on! Every time there's an Olympic, is GB's got this many gold? I mean, well, that's because we're in GB land. No, but they... like I don't want to be like you know I'm I'm not really English. No, no, you're right. But like G- I've got to defend GB right no, now. GB have a good record. Like, it's like US, Australia, GB, China, Russia. But I don't think they have a good record on on running, do they? I don't know. Javelin, maybe they're good then. That's or not running. Jumping. Yeah. Okay. No, they're if good. Not they're running. Good. <laughs> they're they're clearly good at they're something. They're good at like um. Bo- swimming boating swimming maybe like diving into a large pool of water diving anything to do with water because we're an island i guess it's true running is more like ethiopian american i think you need a lot of flat england's not very flat it's rolling yeah yeah we should we we'd should be good have at rolling olympic like the, you know the cheese rolling 
No, I don't know. Yeah. It's where these people every year they run down this really steep hill and chase a bit of cheese. And cheddar, somewhere Some, like, somewhere like yeah. that, yeah. And this the hill is so steep that people like actually f- start tumbling over in like a cartoon fashion. People break their necks doing. That'd be too uncivilized for the for the Olympics, I think. Yeah, it wouldn't be. But, but they should have we're, a we're track in, in. that's like a hill, rolling hills. Yeah, yeah, they should have like yeah, a yeah, like a rally. You know, have you ever watched rally racing? It's like it's like sort of right, off-road right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. racing. Yeah, it should just do like, for running. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, like running through lakes. Something to consider. Uh, they should do like inner city running, where you have to like run past crowds of people. I, I was going to say it's almost a marathon, but you mean actually? No, no, I mean just, like, like nothing like sort of gorilla running. Right. Like you just start in a supermarket. It's hard to keep track of all the players with the camera. <laughs> A lot of hazards I can see already. Well, you use GoPros and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, anyway you... so I watched um, Chariots of Fire, right? And it's about 924 okay. Olympics. And what you realize is that back then, the people that were in the Olympics, at least in Britain, the way that you entered the Olympics was that you signed up to the running team at Cambridge University in your first year. And Only you... Cambridge? Pretty much. And then you basically automatically were on the Olympics. Because they didn't have any scouts. They didn't oh, even okay. look at like any other place like mm. i wonder if there's any fast people in the country now we'll just get the people who are doing the cambridge they're probably the yeah. best cambridge is an average yeah yeah <laughs> and then, i mean there's a scene later on right where they're in paris and there's a guy from new zealand and he's going to the olympics so, well you've come a long way for the olympics and he's like oh no i'm i'm studying at cambridge and so uh the uh, the new zealand government just said oh since you're nearby why don't you why don't you run in the olympics so no wonder, like, you you know, you can imagine it's... Wait, he runs for New Zealand or England, though? He runs for New Zealand, because but... he's nearby. He just happens oh, to they're be in passing. England. They're, they're in Paris. He's in Paris, yeah. Oh, he just right, happens right. to be near oh, Paris, right, right, so okay. they put him in the Olympics. But in the British team, there is one fast guy, and he's pretty good, and he wins. But then there's his mate, who just... They just signed up together on a whim at Cambridge, and he's also running in the Olympics. And he's gutted that he doesn't win. I'm like... You just like you. How are you even in the Olympics? I just don't even get the, the sort of dramatics of this film. It's it's. Well, actually, what's interesting about it, it's made in 1981, and the main guy. It's based on a true story, obviously. 1924 Olympics. The main guy who did win the gold. He's a Jewish guy, and everybody's like all really anti-Semitic because 1924. But they keep that in like really quite well. Like for, in 1980s, I thought they'd wash over it, but the, they show that basically everybody in sort of. British institutions and just generally people in Britain just have really kind of, yeah yeah of course I mean like every, openly well like not like that they, they want to have a holocaust it's not that bad but yeah you know like in the sort of same way as you have sort of casual racism mm. in the south and America and whatever yeah like people were just sort of hostile and and didn't trust him and thought he was weird mm. yeah I mean I guess you've that's the thing with uh with with being Jewish is that you I mean, you, I don't really... What are you saying? <laughs> like, I don't really see the, the... It must be so subtle, the way in which people are like, oh, he's a Jew, isn't he? Like, versus, you know, like in, in, in other parts of the country or in other countries, you know, oh, he's a Muslim, oh, he's black. It's It seems like the... Um, the, the the starkness the difference of you know what the color of the skin yeah like it, i don't know like for me because obviously you know i'm my my half of my side is jewish but i always i always wondered about you know uh in england obviously because we know in germany it happened but in england itself how much like that was and how open that was versus, it was massive yeah but like massive. open yeah, you know, yeah. yeah i mean there was it was a political movement mm. it was a, there was a basically a nazi movement in the uk and they were very popular and uh in alternative history, we may have uh, joined up with the Nazis. I mean, Hitler like, wanted us um, to join up. A, a very popular, like uh... certainly more popular than it should have been. Yeah, right. right, right. Like it's funny how we seem to keep that under the. Oh, of course, yeah. Except in Chariot of Fire, which is why. You right, up. right, exactly. <laughs> which, which is weird. I thought in in the nineteen eighties to make a film like that. Okay. Uh, anyway, the, yeah, but I just thought the other thing that was interesting was yeah, it's all about basically people going to elite universities. They get every job, including jobs that are cl- they like. Clearly, got nothing to do with connections or qualifications. It's like who is the fastest person in the UK? Surely that's you can't put nepotism into that, but they did. Uh, but I just brought it up because we're going to talk about, of course, today Spectre, right? Which and is every- a clear yeah. direct link. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and if you obviously the link is that everybody who works at MI six and stuff goes to Oxford, I think, well, or maybe runs in the Olympics, or and runs in the Olympics, yeah. Yeah. or at least runs for Cambridge. That would be quite good. Yeah, like like he's got. 
you went to Cambridge, so you've got to be the top spy at mm. MI6. You've also got to run in the Olympics, of course. Mm. You've also got to run the country mm. and the BBC. You know, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't gone full, like, origin on James Bond. You know, like, because, you know, that's what they do these, these days with films, like, when he was 18, you know, flashbacks. But you, you actually never get to see Bond. But when maybe I, if they did a flashback film, he'd be, like, running for Cambridge or something. When I was a kid, there was a TV show, an animated series called, like, James Bond Jr. or Young James Bond. And he was, like, a teenager... Uh, a teenage spy working for MI6 I think yeah I think they could do that I think if they did Young James Bond he'd always be a spy even when he was 12 but I think it would make a good you know his recruitment how he was like orphan I think like I think they just run out of road here with Bond and and I guess doing an origin origin because I guess the Casino Royale was like an origin of Bond you know his first kill but he looks like he's about 45 you know (laughs) (laughs) like his actual origin, you know, when he's well, that's because he was an Olympian he, for years and then yeah, he retired. He, was, he, he ran in Beijing, he ran everywhere. <laughs> but anyway, so Spectre, but I, I'm, I'm curious about the actual link to Spectre that you had. No, that was it. That was that, it. They have no links whatsoever. Yeah. It, well, they all, they all talk with like really great British accents, you know, 1924 Olympics. And they've got like no um, sort of idea about the sort of challenges of going to France and doing the Olympics. And that's what's so funny about it. One guy is fast. And the other, another guy that goes to it is just a lord. He's just like, a, he's just in Cambridge as a lord. He's a chain smoking lord and he's running in the Olympics. I imagine like someone like Reese Mogg or something just going He's played to the, by Nigel Havers. Is, uh, but so who actually wins? Like one of them. The, the guy, Jewish guy wins because he's right. actually a good racer. And the, the only other guy is actually not from Cambridge or maybe he was, but he's a, he's a rugby player who's very fast. So he gets in because he's known as being a fast rugby player. But everybody else signed so up in the same is week. Is the film kind of like, a, you know, oh, we're in this together in Paris and we're not going to win. Are you crazy? Like, what's the dramatics? The of- dramatic thing is people's sort of religious beliefs. So the Jewish guy has to confront uh, the sort of... But the other thing is the Cambridge Dons, like the Jewish guy's taking it seriously and he gets a trainer. Mm. And the Cambridge Dons are like... That's very ungentlemanly. Oh, God. And it's like, because like, you're not supposed to try. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's the Olympics. Just just go over there and, you know, do your best on the day. And if you win, which you should do because you're British, then great. And if you don't, never live it down. But but actually preparing, you know, you've already lost. If You, you know, it, that's so unseemly. And then uh, the other guy is Christian and doesn't want to run on Sundays. And that's, that's the tension but of the story. But that's still a thing, like. Back For that then. guy, it was. Everyone else was like, they didn't, ha- they couldn't say anything because he, he's, you know, it's, it should be that you shouldn't run on Sundays. But everyone else had given up the ghost, and he was like, no, I'm sticking to this. That's the tension of the whole film. No wonder they never, never won anything. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just a bare minimum of preparation. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, the, so there's a specter haunting Europe, right? And the name of that specter is. I'm not catching on. Spectre. Oh, right, right, right. Of course. That's the name of it. Spectre. Spectre, Spectre. The name of the Spectre is Spectre. Right, okay. Good okay. name. It's a good it's a good name, good transition, all of that. Uh, so... Um, I watched Spectre two weeks ago. I watched Spectre two years ago. Right. Uh, maybe more, actually. Yes. Yeah, so but, but... And you also watched it in the cinema. Watched in the... C- I watched it in the cinema at the Rio. Shout out to the Rio again. Um, I don't remember where I watched it, to be honest. I mean, it was just like 2015, 17, 16? 15. God, that was a long time ago. It's a big gap between films. I know they delayed the release of the latest one, but it would, yeah, all, it would have been five years true. anyway, which is crazy. I mean, the thing is also like, it's it's like an almost carbon copy of the last one. Like they're, for me, how, they're, how dare you? For me, they're almost indistinguishable. Uh, what Skyfall and Spectre? No, no, no. Spectre, No Time to Die, and Skyfall, and and Sky, Skyfall's got a bit of like M because Judy Dench is in it, so she she gives a little like, yeah. But they kill off Judy Dench, don't they? they yeah, they, and they then, got nothing. I, think, I I my thesis is they got just when they lost Judy, they lost James. <laughs> to be honest, Skyfall wasn't very good either. Well, you know, Skyfall had like some of the most ridiculous moments, but also I think had the most heart. I I'd say. <laughs> I'd say that I, I'm, I don't. I'm, I'm trying agree. to sound like Mark Kermode. I, I yeah, actually, yeah, I know. The only thing I, I did. Shout out to Mark Kermode. He's great. 
Uh, that's the, this I, basically I, I, we want to be. I, I, I have disagreements on that. I think. My, oh yeah, I, my... I totally disagree with him on everything. But he's, I, he's still, I still no, like him. I, I like his I hair. Think he's too up his own ass. I yeah, mean, that's what I like about him. He's just like he doesn't make sense anymore. He's, he's just. Yeah, yeah. So, I love all that. So like, uh, I, the only thing I did to prepare for this podcast is listen to Mark Comeau's review. Mark Comeau, he would do a lot more preparation. He's actually going to come on the show. Well, he do a lot more preparation than you. Yeah, but so I watched his preparation. I watched. I watched him. <laughs> you watched him preparing. Prepare, yeah. And, just through his window with binoculars <laughs> and you know what he goes on he's like when I watched the film I was in the cinema I was like oh, thank god oh yeah fuck him like, no, the- <laughs> he, he, he gets so excited it's, it's he, ridiculous it, it's like he might it's, like, well, it's a shit James Bond film you know, like, he would probably be at that Cambridge being like egging on the non-runners in that film Chariots of Fire like he like he was like such a wannabe establishment Mark Como yeah I mean he started out I don't know how maybe he just he, no out. he signed up at the Cambridge Film Reviewing yeah. Club and then yeah. they just put him on the BBC and he went to review the Olympics and he went on <laughs> thank god they can run yes we can do like it's like there's no sense of okay. It's it's really not that good. I mean, it, this is you know, it's like an overgrown baby with the Bond film. I know it's like what was he expecting? How bad was it going to be that he thought they hadn't done it? Like obviously, he's like when he says, "Oh, we've done it," or "They've it's done a, it," whatever. It's, it's like, good. I like this. I love this actually. But basically, what he's saying is they they completed the film. That's yeah, <laughs> basically. They actually managed to get the film out. And he's just like, he's so over the moon about, he's like, I even Wait, love Wait, is that the- Spectre or is Spectre. that? Spectre. Oh, he's like, I even love the action pieces. I'm like, oh, come on, mate. <laughs> That's all there is. And he's like, usually I don't, I, I don't find that stuff interesting, but I love the action pieces. And it, it's almost like he's, he's the bearer of, of like, it's almost like he's paid by the by the big distribution company. Whoa! No, I know. No, I, I mean, I, I shouldn't really like. I We're only on our second podcast. But I mean, here. but I mean, it, it's and I'm same with No Time Today. It sort of seems like you can't criticize. Like it, it'll hurt the box office. It's almost it's almost the point where like the, you know the excess positivity. Like you can't be negative about James Bond. Like box office. Like this is like it's like saying like you can't tell the German population about the Volkswagens that are polluting everyone because it's the it's the car makers. It's the oh, I see what you're saying. This you're is saying the film industry. You can't just you can't just. Commode is worried about his next paycheck. Uh, basically, like the thing about he it, he thinks that if he <laughs> he thinks that if he says that the bon- anything but the Bond film is brilliant, that people won't go see it. The film industry will collapse. I, no, I don't think people are going to see it. I think he won't. He's going to stop being asked to do the interview because you know uh, how it works. Is uh, like Sony, who is it? Does uh, MGM, who do the distribution? They pick the journalists. So like my friend, but Komodo's got his own show with what's I know, his face, like, who I hate. Talk uh, about I, hate I love Komodo. I, I, I hate him even that more. That guy, I, Jesus oh my Christ. god! You could replace him with, with like a ro- AI robot or something. Yeah, or me, or you, or just a child. Or something, or just oh yeah, or a child of me, just like, or like a, a child of James Bond. Just, just get an intern to come in from and Cambridge. Be, yeah, something. But but basically, like my friend Ed, who does it, he's got his own thing. No shout outs to anybody. Uh, I, didn't podcast. Say it. I didn't say. It. I said stay, Ed. Stay, I mean, don't there, go there, even looking a million, for this Ed guy. There's a million. This Eds. is the podcast. I won't say. His, uh, I'll plug him. It's a uh, small screen. No, no, don't. Uh, don't I mean go big small screen. screen. I mean yeah, yeah. large screen. Um, he he, you know. He, what is it? Smallscreen.com or dot uh, org. Smallscreen.org. No, dot don't com. go there. Dot Do not. Is it? Why is it? Try all the combinations. Okay. But uh, basically, he said to me. I mean, he didn't say it to me, but this is what I what I what I surmised. <laughs> yeah, this is why I just made um, up for this podcast. No, but basically, like they. What, what I do know, what he said to me is like they they vet you and they they choose. So they vetted him. We well, haven't been vetted. Well, how, we're on we, our how are we getting podcast. away with it? We're on a second podcast. All right. So, like, let's say, let's are say, we going to get vetted? Let's say, I'm let's scared. let's say, in a hypothetical word, Mark Kermode starts to be negative about Bonds, and he does a string of negative reviews about a series of Warner Brothers films that they've Ooh, put out. Okay. All of a sudden, they might say, you know what? We don't fucking like this Mark Kermode and this other guy he's with. They're going to whack him. Not whack him. They'll just cancel. Oh, but cancel what? But not cancel. But oh, but they'll, they'll, they'll pretend they'll... that he had sex with children or something. No, they just won't book him. Oh, okay. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. It doesn't have to be that sinister. They'll just say, pass. But he's got his... What I'm saying is he's got that show with Thingy. Like, why... They'll just... That'll go on forever. They can't cancel that, can they? No, they can just review on their own. It's true. But, like, they can't... They do interviews. So they get... Oh, uh, like, yeah. So yeah. Like, you no know, one watches the interviews. Yeah, they? but that's how they, they get vetted. Oh, no, yeah, they yeah. get accepted. So... 
So what I mean is that, like if Mark um, if, if people start like if my friend Ed starts being negative, he ain't gonna get called back. I mean obviously Mark Hummer is a big fish. So you're saying the re- the reason of the first podcast nobody listened to it was because we were too negative. I think I think it's totally that. And the algorithm squashed it. Should we be more positive? Yeah, we've got to be really positive. Okay. So- Spectre's like Amazing. Yeah, like, it is. The, the story, like the pageantry. The action sequences. The action, just the, the costumes, the makeup, the, the, the bludgering of each other. Like, the dialogue. The dialogue is Get out of town. Get out of town. I mean, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> the witticisms. No, like, let's go through it. Because I watched it two weeks ago. Okay. and well, I actually, first of all, was it funny? Oh, it's hilarious. So Mark Hammer says it was, it was probably the funniest one. Yeah, it was hilarious. Okay, but was, your actual take. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> We're just, it we're was fun. hilarious, okay, Alex? Okay, okay. There was hilarity. Um, so what happened... All right, so what I wanted to do was... Uh, I watched it two weeks ago, and I wanted to talk about the fact that I actually tried to follow the story. Because when you watch a Bond film, like, deliberately... Basically, there's no story to a Bond film. And so to cover that up, they have to make every scene incredibly complicated with lots of stuff going on. So it looks like you're just missing what's happening. Mm. But actually, there's nothing to miss. There is... No story whatsoever. I had to sort of really like pinpoint what the actual, why he was in this place and why he was going to the next place. And I've got all that. I've got it all up here. It's kind of like economics. Like they just, they just want to dazzle you. It's <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It's like, oh, like interest rate. And then it's like, oh, uh, this bond film's so complicated. Yeah. Only the Bank of England what? will understand yeah, it. So you, you just all enjoy I know it. Is like, is, are my bills going up? That's all you want to know. But like in bond, it's just sort of like, yeah. And like they just in passing mention the actual geopolitical motives yeah 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 promotes like it's too complicated for you to understand but trust me it's a great film you should watch it and it makes a lot of sense like in the real world and that's why it does that's why everyone's confused right because it's like the bank bank of england like everyone's getting poorer the economy isn't working but you just keep getting told that the next bond film is even better than the last but it isn't yeah i mean maybe am i crazy but it seems to me like it's a pile of shit yeah it's, it's 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 the same. It's actually based on the same, uh, you know, on the same on the same like, uh, just distract, distract away, distract, distract. I mean, so what is okay? So to get into the specter, like, what is the what? What the hell? What the fuck is the? Well, thing? I was hoping I, I've got it all. I know everything about okay, specter. So you want me to try I'm the master? Yeah, I want you to give okay. it your best shot. Okay. Opening scene. What's going on? Because it's been twenty fifteen. It's been over two years now. So what I remember that is this seven years, right? No, I must have seen it since, like, you know, when I've been sad on a Sunday and just watched, you know, you watch the James Bond when you're sad on a Sunday. Why, though? Uh, because it's, it, it makes you think about nothing. It just kind of makes you numb. It's, it's a distraction, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, just, distraction. it's just brain dead. And it, it, it is like a travelogue. It's good, like just watching a travelogue. Simon Reeves. It's back to Simon Reeves. I mean, it's either Crocking James Bond. Crocking heads and getting head with Simon Reeves. It's either watching James no, Bond. No S. I was, I'd give the S. Fuck. Simon Reeves. I think Reeves. Simon Reeves. Simon Reeves, no S. Re- like Simon Reeves's show. Si- yeah, Simon Reeves's yeah. podcast. Simon Reeves. Like Simon Reeves. Like, imagine an interview. Simon- Hello, Simon Reeves. No, no. Hello, Simon Reeves. Is that Simon Reeves? Simon Reeves' wardrobe. Simon is that Simon Reeves? Okay, we're getting wardrobe? we're getting lost. But anyway, imagine not saying Simon Reeves is is is. Is that Simon Reeves is is for wardrobe? Yeah, is that Simon Reeves is is. Yeah, you're right. You have to add the second z. Uh, but either Simon Reeves or James Simon Bond Reeves. on a Sunday. Simon, Simon Reeves. Reeves. Simon Reeves. Reeves. Simon, Simon Reeve. Reeve. We have to actually you abide. You have to say Simon Reeve no S. If right. you say it like that, right. it works. Simon Reeve no on S. Sunday. and Or James Bond. Depends on my mood. Like, if I'm feeling like... So what happens at the beginning? So, um, I just remember an absolutely convoluted scene in Mexico City. Very good. Where it's just Bravo. like, oh my God, like, it's, a, it's one take. <laughs> oh my God. No, but it, it isn't one take. It's not. It's full of cuts, I'm sure. Right. As, so they, as they always do. So it's, it's supposed to be one take because that was the time when um, Birdman came out and that director yeah. who does only does one take sort of films won the Oscar. I only do one take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not one take, sorry. One, one, whatever. One shot. One shot, yeah. One take, one shot. Uh, and uh, so in Bond, is such, it's so faddy. I know, so right? faddy daddy, I know. like like Casino Royale. It's like, oh, let's get some parkour. And James, so the, Bo- oh, Jason Bourne, yeah, it's like it's like we got to do and Jason like, Bourne. 2015, like, oh, let's do the one shot thing. That's yeah. in. So they they do the one shot and for and think, oh, right, cool. So the whole opening scene is gonna be one shot. They do about a minute, 
and then they're like, oh, this is actually really difficult. Mm. It's actually really difficult to get uh, the story across to show where all the characters are. Fuck that. We'll get. We'll just go back to. It. So they they give up on it immediately, which is just the sort of classic half-assed attempt of a Bond film. Well, it's like they're all in a meeting, like the Barbara Broccoli's having their broccoli pie, and they're just sort of like, <laughs> so we're thinking like one shot. <laughs> like, so can we get more broccoli in this film? <laughs> How can we get more of the broccoli factor? <laughs> It's like yeah, I big lo- broccoli is. Bo- it's like it's like they, they bring out all the films of the time at the, of the day they're doing one takes. We've got to do this, and Daniel Craig's there too. Don't 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 get me wrong. Oh yeah, he's implicated massively, and, and he's like, I love it, and um, they do it, and then on the day they're like, no he's way. just <laughs> counting his money. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah, it. Sounds he, great. But he always in the interviews always like I had a really big like say in the script. It's like well, he's always maybe like that's why they get. He's so always bad. like I'm not going to do another Bond film. Yeah, and he's like. I, when I read the script, it was which just is like, ex- I couldn't say no. Like I couldn't, I couldn't not say yes. Uh, and you imagine how little of a script there even is at the beginning, because most of it's written like sort of halfway through. Literally, they hash it together. You know, what happened with Daniel Craig is like he woke up one morning after he said he's going to retire from the Bond films, and he's like, "Fuck, All right, I'm so bored. <laughs> I'm so bored. All right, let's do another one. Let's go for it. No, let's he, go for it. No clapping, by the way. Oh, so sorry." And I'm speaking to the mic. Guys, so many rules all of a sudden. Yeah, we'll, we'll get on to rules. Rules, okay. That's a big part of this. Okay, so he's in Mexico City, and there's this like really convoluted sort of, uh, you know, he, it's kind of like jokey, and he's like, that's what I remember, and there's like, it's Day of the Dead, and then he's like obviously spying on someone, and there's this, this evil meeting. He's not he's, he's not spying on someone. He's like, yeah, he's listening in with a gun. He's got like a gun thing where he can listen <laughs> in. It's like, like a it's, just like, it's like a phone, but it's, it's, it's a novelty phone that's shaped like a gun. You know, it's like, I, it, you know what? I remember when I saw this scene, it reminded me of when I was like 12 playing upstairs with a fake gun and pretending I was in movies. Pretending it was a phone. Uh, it was just like, it's like, you know, they always have to like click their guns and click and click into place and click. He's, click, not, click, he's click. not there to spy on someone. There's a room. I all right, okay, but just accept my point. All there's right? a building. I know there's a room. I know everything about right, this film. I'm right. a master. Oh, God, here we go. So there's a building and there's this meeting going on and, he, and then he blows, something blows up and then he falls on a couch, I remember. No, he is trying to assassinate the guy in the room. Right. So I guess that's spying. Actually, I can't remember why there's an explosion. Fuck. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> Fuck this up. No, he's, so he's about to shoot the guy and they see him and, they, and then there's a gunfight. And then explosions come into it at some point and the building collapses. But he's not that he's there. I mean, he's spying, but he's there to shoot, he's there to kill the guy. I love it. I'm just spying. I'm no, not... but that's my point is actually he should be. So what it's later revealed that M had told him like in a sort of video message before she died or something that he needs to go to Mexico City, kill this man and then go to his funeral. Oh, That's the opening thing. But the but the point is that. The only way they can get to Spectre, Spectre's so secretive that the only way you can do it is kill one of the members and go to the funeral of that member. Right. right? But the thing is... As like, if the funeral's going to be out in the open if it's yeah, that secretive. Yeah, I mean, like, why would they go to the funeral? Firstly, yeah, you wouldn't. And anyone could go to the funeral? And secondly, why, why can't you just spy on him? Spy on the guy in Mexico City. Follow Learn, him. learn he, who yeah. he knows. Like, why did you have to kill him? Like, that's the thing about Bond. is like, never, like, just actually do the hard graft of, like, actually well, being a spy. Old, that, those are the old days. Now you just, you just kill people and go to their funeral. I mean, it's like... It's literally like James Bond just collateral damage. The other thing is he's going to shoot him, right? Which he fails to do. Um, And it ends up being this spectacular chase sequence and then helicopter crash. And that's how he dies. And it's like, so clearly he's been assassinated. Like if if they'd killed him with some broccoli pie, then like Spectre being like, oh, he loved that broccoli, but but he always chokes on it. Let's go to the funeral. Yeah. Nothing suspicious there. Yeah. But the fact that he was clearly assassinated and then the, the head of Spectre decides, well, there's nothing suspicious about that. I'll just go to the funeral of this guy that was suspiciously killed in Mexico City. Where's the funeral, by the way? Rome. Yeah, well done. All right, with so like, moving yeah, The on. guy had the most beautiful wife who's like... Yeah, yeah, what's her face be- from Matrix Mon- 2? Monica Bellucci. Yeah. And, and it's sort of like, she's going to be killed for some reason. She's she's fearing yeah, for yeah. her life. Yeah, yeah. Basically, once her husband's dead, she's gonna be killed. But Bond doesn't even know that when when he first meets her at the funeral, literally oh, as yeah, the yeah, casket's yeah. going in, and he makes a move. Yeah, I remember he just like I was like, oh, they must know. He's each like, other. you must be pretty horny. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. Uh, that's why Bond. That's how Bond works. He just locks it, locks his eyes, and it's just that's how Bond deal. works. But it's surprising that it works as a no tactic. etiquette. No, no, no. etiquette. 
But and it does work. They they basically have sex that evening after he kills these two assassins that are gonna. I know, right? It's just it's like they just sit in a room and write and stuff. Literally. So he goes to the he goes to he chats up uh, the wife, right? And he's not he's he's having sex with her on the day of her husband's funeral. He doesn't even give a fuck. Just... He's actually only there to get information, right? What's he trying to do? Uh, so boy, this is this is where it gets difficult. The actual motives. <laughs> yeah, what's anyone. actually happening in this film? Uh, he wants to clearly find Spectre. That's as I assume. Yeah, uh, actually, I'm trying. Why does he even? I don't even this know. Is, this, is, this is exactly what you're talking. It's what you're saying before. Is like I don't know why he all all he knows from M is to kill that guy and go to the funeral. That, that, this is basically the layout of Bond films. It's like. A little object leads you to the next object, leads you to the yeah, next Yeah, it's, like, it's like playing Zelda. It's, it's like just, yeah, it's like following a crumb. They just literally like, they don't, there's no reason. It's like you could just walk there, but you know, you have to find a crumb first. And so, well, it's even worse than that because we'll get to the big reveal so, at the end. So there's a, you know, and then I remember there's a, there's a dazzling, he does get to the meeting in Rome, which is in Italy. How's he right, there? by the way. <laughs> and uh, he finds a ring of some sort. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh. So the ring, the ring is um, on the um, the guy that he kills in Mexico. I'm pretty sure. Oh god, it's just so again the, the so, objects. The yeah, crumbs. yeah. So it's the Spectre ring, and that that's that. And then he goes to the funeral, and then he, meet, he chats up the wife. The wife tells him him about the secret meeting. She knows where the secret meeting. So, is. The, so not only are all the head members of Spectres going to a funeral of a man clearly assassinated. Mm. So that's very suspect. But then that same night, they're going to have a big meeting about everything to replace him and, and to talk about but all she of their knows plans. Where the meeting is? Yeah, I think so. She's, she she's must do. Very... That's how she. That's how he knows where it is. Yeah, yeah, she does. She she's tells like, him. it's uh, eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, number eight you, you building. Take, you yeah. take a left. You take. A... <laughs> like, and then and once then... you get to the roundabout, <laughs> <laughs> and then that, then... That, that, she's explaining this. While I don't remember having, that. While like, they're having sex. Yeah, I don't. It's like left, left, roundabout. <laughs> I don't remember. I just don't remember her explaining how, like the logistics how to. Well, get... it's really sexual. So like, he, he, he she's also telling her, him like how to give her an orgasm. Right. Like, and the same time, right, right, you go right. up. Wow. A bit further. Is it a bit further than that? I'm starting to get uncomfortable here. <laughs> yes, it's a bit further than that. Uh, so, moving on. Uh, yeah. Swiftly. Um, so he gets there. And he's like, my ring. And there's, there's no vetting. <laughs> he says my there's, ring. there's there's no vetting like. We've never seen you before, so why, why do you think there's no vetting? Because it's like it's cool, right? It's just the ring will do. No, because what do you do? You want the big reveal at the whole end of the film. We're gonna, the whole... right. <laughs> We're gonna jump to the end, right? right. No, no, we'll come back. We'll come back right. to show how ridiculous it is. But the big reveal is that Blofeld wanted Blofeld, the head of Spectre, wanted James Bond to find his secret base and go there. <laughs> the whole film. Right, but that's always what they do. They, so, I, I want you to catch me, like Skyfall guy. Yeah. So basically. He either was trying to catch him, or he should have just told him where it was. No, but this is always this is like I mean, Skyfall. It makes no sense. It's like you know I don't even remember in Sky. I don't want to maybe, but in Skyfall, there's like he there's this whole elaborate thing in the London Underground to just to get to M. Yeah, it's like why don't you just find out where her court court meeting is? Yeah, 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 yeah. and just shoot her in the face when you. Yeah. Why do the whole like on this island? Gonna get caught by Bond. Gonna get in prison. Gonna get escape prison by Q putting in a USB. So they, they go, the whole, and then and then there's a train just waiting to blow. So they go them. to Blofeld's. They go right. to Blofeld's uh, meeting, and like everyone's in there, like listing all of the crimes they've done that year. It's like so uh, we've got like 20 new girls for Epstein Island. Right. When we've got like uh, Bill Gates is like developing what? some vaccines, and it's like just going through like all of the evil plots that they've got going. What? Well, this is the this is the thing, right? Is that it is kind of like our first podcast, uh, the the um, about no no time to die, where it's like people don't meet up like this. You know, this is what this is the scene where I was like, okay, they're actually showing people meet up and like people in secret like get together and try and orchestrate things. But the way they portray it is like, oh, it's Blofeld. Like, of course, no one in real life meets up like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And this is this is they meet they meet in this sort of like. Like proto Vatican, I know, and it's like fight for who is going to have the position, and he has and to then, stay in silhouette. Like, yeah, it's so ridiculous. Ridiculous. And then, and then, then they have to fight for who's going to take like the, the job. He's like the villain from Inspector Ga- Inspector Gadget. You never see his face either. Maybe that's you know? what they were inspired by. But you remember, you have to. Yeah, the guy has to. I remember there was a guy has to crush his eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, he's like, got like metal nails. I love it. Like imagine the the World Economic Forum, <laughs> <laughs> like like Charles Schwab's like. Um, 
So who is going to be in the cabinet of Who's Justin Trudeau? Who's going to crush his eyes? It's the Bill-to-Bill. And then just like crush. It's like, no, just just, just taking a, that position will do. Just like apply for it. and no, Yeah, yeah, here. yeah. You get him sent to prison yeah. for being a pedophile and then make it look like he hung himself in prison. That's yeah. what you do. You don't yeah. crush people's eyes. Yeah. It's going to raise more questions. It's like, what are we, barbarians? <laughs> So anyway, the, the the eye crusher gets the job. So he it's the job, to, and then he and then they Spectre, whatever he says, Blofeld knows he like looks up in the silhouette, and he's Hello, like, "Hello, James." Yeah, again, like, <laughs> his favorite. Like he's got he's got a catchphrase. We need some catchphrases. Hello, James. And then he um, and Bond's like, brother. "Oh my god, you know I'm here." And then Bond runs away, but no then, one's around Bond to grab him. No, he they just are. Runs. But he's so good. He he's gets like, them. "Get off me." <laughs> But yeah, he, in a room, there's like a thousand people there, but he still gets out. And then the uh, eye crusher guy, he... Do you think eye crusher guy is connected to bionic eye guy? Well, I was going to say man, like, He managed to crush one of his eyes, but he didn't get the oh, other. Oh, I like that. But I, I, I was asking, these henchmen are just so ludicrous all the time. But in the old bones, because you're more of an expert, were they as ludicrous, you know, the henchmen? Yes. Because... But were they like kind of good ludicrous? No, no, they're they're insane. You've got Jaws, right? Who had yeah, but he was teeth. good ludicrous because he was just like. I don't What's know. the difference between Jaws and Bionic Eye Guy? Bionic Eye Guy just looks like a. We're just, just like a traditionalist. You're like, well, Jaws is canon. This Bionic Eye Guy, well, he's, at least he's he new. Look I don't at like his it. teeth. It's frightening. But like this guy, like the Eye Crusher guy, Odd Job. Do you remember him? I remember him being frightening when I was little. He's just he's just a short man. That's yeah, his... but that's why it's frightening. <laughs> Um, but this guy, I don't know who's. I don't know who's We're actually running out of time on this I don't podcast. Know, I don't know who's more ludicrous, like like Bionic Eye Guy or Eye Crusher Guy. Eye Crusher <laughs> Guy with his like beret, and he just walks around in the background of scenes and just like I'm, uh, just shows up. Anyway, we can continue because we. Yeah, got well, I do, I, I, there's actually only one scene that I want to talk about in this. Okay, film. go for it. So there's a, there's a second plot, right? Which is that uh, there's a new guy on town, a Scooby Dooby newbie, C. Oh. Andrew Scott. Yeah. I and like it's him. like, oh, I wonder if this guy's a bad guy since we've never seen him before. He doesn't get introduced and he just happens to be suddenly in the film. Mm. And he's starting a new central intelligence agency, which is going to connect like MI5, MI6, CIA. Yeah. Everything's going to be connected to this central intelligence thing. And obviously it turns out that he's a bad guy and central intelligence is terrible. But there's a really funny scene because M, the new M, he is suspicious of C. Mm. And he goes on this sort of big kind of um, like platform, you know, what, what, what am I thinking of? You know, when Forum you... Forum or something. No, no, it's a big speech, sort of yeah. platitudinous speech about spying. And uh, he doesn't like central intelligence. Um, C is like, oh, we're going to put everything's going to be connected into one computer and we'll be able to see and know everything. And Emma's like, oh, that sounds like... George Orwell's nightmare. Uh, and I'm like, you're the head of MI6. I know. You're the fucking... You're, you are yeah. big brother. <laughs> like, you're it's the like, head of... Yeah, and then, then he's God, like... It's, it's amazing, right? It's like, the, the, our favourite loved characters in Bond, they're like you. They're not bad. They're not, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, then, then there's the I'm bads, just a normal yeah, guy yeah. who happens to run MI6. Yeah. I'm not a monster like, like this guy. It's like, I'm just a civil servant. <laughs> I, I go to Tesco's and I'm like, no, you're the fucking head of this central intelligence service. But that's what they think. They want to ally you. They and then want... sees like sees like, um, well, you know, we, we uh, the Double O Seven program. You're a dinosaur. You know, we've got drones. We've got computers. We don't need you anymore. And then M's like, but what about the human element? Oh, God. He's like, yes, you can have all the surveillance in the world. And but when you when you put, put that trigger to a person's face, you've got to look them in the eye, and you've got to make the judgment call. And he and like. That's not what Bond does. Yeah. But Bond makes a little quip. Like, and he, he kills everyone. Mm. Bond's like, maybe I should let this person live. No. Mm. Like, so the whole, yeah, the whole film, like, is just ridiculous with, C, with uh, M. With, M being, like, just... Well, M's supposed to be, like, the, the it's moral. Like, it's like, something like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a spy with yeah. morals. Yeah. yeah, like, when we, when we look into the face and shoot, <laughs> like, basically an innocent man, uh, we at least look and into then the make, face. And then make a little quip. <laughs> yeah. Like if if someone is trying to release information to the public uh, that we don't like, at least we shoot them in the face <laughs> when we look at them. We yeah, don't exactly. send a drone, you know. Like that's basically what it is like. 
So it's more dehumanizing, really. I mean, that's what's the problem with Bond is he's broken because he's had to shoot too many people in the so, face. If he got to use a drone, he'd actually probably be a much you know more well-adjusted that, person. Didn't they make that joke before with Q? Like, you know, he's they're in the Tate Museum and they're like, um, you know, Bond's like, you can't just pull a trigger while you're in your pajamas or something like that. You know, about Q. Yeah, because like they're trying because well, re- Q's always in his pajamas. Well, no, because Q's the new modern thing, oh, and, okay, and like, yeah, and yeah. then like Bond's like supposed to be this old like machine. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, you've got to wear a full suit and blazer. He's yeah, like, he's exactly. like, yeah. You can't shoot a man with your top button undone. I don't remember exactly what it was, but uh, so I think the most ridiculous scene possibly though is in this film of all the Bonds. Uh-huh. And it would I remember this because I I just I mean I I actually go on YouTube and watch the scene. It's so funny. It's when they're on this like night train oh yeah and, and there's always, it always has to be night train you know and it's like obviously they got the most expensive suits that are on the train waiting for them and like they're just having dinner and like you know she's there with uh, there's no chemistry whatsoever speaking to the mic and um and uh the guy just shows up out of nowhere the like eye crusher guy like it, it, like it was like when they directed the scene they were like Oh, shit run out of time just like walk in now and bash the table yeah they're like shit we haven't had any action sequences yeah. for about five so, minutes so like, they're like talking and everything and then like there's like a bit of a pause it's like they cut all the dialogue guys let's just scrap they're just like just come in come in now and just like and so he just comes and he and that, that fight scene is just like it was like but we you, need fight right now but you realise by the end of it right that Blofeld wanted them to be on the train wanted them to get to their destination and find his base yeah. so what was that guy even doing because if he'd killed them, Blofeld would have been disappointed. I know. It's always re- it's always resting on like, I knew exactly what everyone would do in the exact moment they decided what they decided to do, and then now I'm here, and I <laughs> and you caught me, and this is what I wanted. <laughs> and then it's always and, like that. Yeah, and then it's all also kind of like they they get to his base and he's fiddling with his brain with that needle. Do you remember that? Oh, like the Blofeld's going oh, yeah, in yeah. But then nothing happens. This dentist chair. Yeah, it's like. If I put it in here, you'll be paralyzed forever. And then he puts it in there, and then he like does. <laughs> that's what I don't get. It was like it was like the least follow through you've ever seen in your life. But then they blow up the base, right? And it's like, ah, oh, we've defeated. Like finally, that like everything else, Blofeld had planned, mm. and basically Bond had been his puppet the whole way. But he didn't expect Bond to get out the dentist chair and blow the place up. But then it actually turns out he probably did. Yeah. Because he's actually planned something else for them back Absolutely. in London. I knew you would get out <laughs> yeah. of the chair. I knew that nothing would happen in your... But then I remember... That would be like he gets crashed in the helicopter, right? I knew I'd be crashed <laughs> in this helicopter. He's in the ambulance. I knew I'd be in this prison for 30 years. Just die! <laughs> and he's there. He's like, yeah, didn't know that. But then when we'll go to my funeral, you'll yeah. see. Yeah. It'll be like a hologram of him. But um, I remember at one point you just like it's classic Bond where he just like shoots one bullet and the whole thing blows up. It was like that, wasn't it? That base at the end. Yeah, it's like a Simpsons sketch. Base. Yeah, yeah. So like just uh, in, in all Simpsons things, if you if you shoot something, yeah, it just explodes. He's just like pew. Actually, that's what happens in Goldeneye, in the computer game. But that's what happens in Quantum Solace. It reminds me of Quantum Solace uh, when when he just like they're in this desert base or something. Remember that desert base in Quantum of Solace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like this, Actually, look, they just that, run out of things. That desert base looks like the line. You know that new that new city they're building? Cause it's just like it's like a long building in the desert. Do you remember it? What's the line? It's like a, they're building this city um, in Saudi Arabia. Oh yeah, everyone goes on about this. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's like a, it's like one street. Can't wait, can't <laughs> but it's a city. Wait. It's city size. Can't anyway, wait. yeah, I can't wait. That's that's what we need. Anyway, I was what was I going to say? Um, yes, the, the best the best thing about this film actually is that at one point M he's just so he's just so pissed off with it all. He's royally cheesed off with what's going on. Uh, the, he goes to dinner at this like posh London like club style restaurant and looks it up. It's a real restaurant, mm. and the name of the restaurant is Rules. Which I think is a great a great name for a restaurant. Like normally, when you think of restaurants, it's like it's like some like sort of like being crazy and free. Mm. But he goes to like this really like sort of stern like welcome to rules where the customer's always fucking wrong. <laughs> I, I, but I, I, it's funny you, you you actually noticed the name of the restaurant. Well, it was it was, it was in big letters. And I was like, well I, well I noticed it because I always like to when they're in London I like to look up 
where they actually where they are, are and, and it exists yeah it's in Covent Garden okay and uh, yeah rules. I'd like to go because uh, yeah. well, we only go to places that have rules because yeah. we are the rule setters well I like the idea that you go to that restaurant and they just tell you what you're going to have yeah. good evening sir I know what you're going to have you're going to have the fish <laughs> and you're going to sit there and you're going to leave at this time and you, can I go to the toilet no you shall not go this is rules <laughs> god damn it this is why we come here. Yeah. We like you telling us. I like it. Well, you know, you go to restaurants sometimes and they're really casual. I'm like, I'll just take a seat anywhere. Mm. I hate that. It's like, God like, oh. damn it, but where? Where do I, I go? I do. I hate the pressure because I'm like, oh shit, like I'm going to get it wrong. I'm not going to get it. Oh, I... just, just sit somewhere. No, no, because that, what happens, then I'll regret it and I want to sit somewhere else. Well, then or, sit or, somewhere else. Or, or I'm worried that the other person wants to sit somewhere else. Oh God, being in your brain. No, but scary. No, it's terrible though because then it's, but the, if you're at rules... They're yeah. like, sit down, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'd like the fish. No. <laughs> um, but the thing, okay, the thing about M, um, okay, but doesn't does the thing about that is doesn't Andrew Scott? I mean, I guess he gets killed or something, if I remember. Oh, of course he does. Because obviously, like you know, you always hear about just like other MI6 agents killing other MI6 agents. In- you don't. You, I mean, you do occasionally, but it's surprising how little any right. other double right. agents do anything. Right. But like, where is the whole f- like the whole force that brings Andrew Scott's character C uh, to like bring this new intelligence system? Is that's gone in no time to die? No, well that, that okay. So that's p- part of their plot is that what Spectre's doing and has been doing over the last few films is is have it, is faking terrorist attacks in countries that don't want to sign up to this new central intelligence, right, right, right. and then they they're so scared by the terrorist attack that they sign up. But wh- C's kind of in on that. So you see a few like votes. But where but I'm saying is, where is all this in No Time to Die? Oh, well... Like, it dies with Andrew Scott? Yeah, Andrew Scott's gone. Yeah, yeah. And then they give like, up on the whole project. That's what I mean. It's like, it, it's almost like, this was just one bad apple who yeah. tried to take over well, no, the I mean, world. That, that actually is probably the most sensible thing in the whole film. That's how the British... You know, Matt Hancock comes up with a new project. Right, we're going to build a, a whole new um, National English Health Service. And then next week's like, ah, oh, fuck, scrap that. That's, we're not going to do that anymore. Fuck it. Right, right. No, but I mean, yeah, but rarely it's sort of like they like they. they Actually, no, it's really accurate. It's like it's like like Boris Johnson or whatever like comes out with a new policy and then like just to distract from the latest affair he's had, and then a week later, actually, let's ditch that policy. Well, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like you know if you. I mean, kill, that's what should have happened at the end of the film. Like Bond should have failed, but then the government should have said like, oh, actually, we're not going to do central intelligence. So we've we've decided like uh, that it's. Uh, it's not feasible that's Sorry. what I mean it's like saying if you kill Boris Johnson okay you've killed the Tory party now it's sort of like surely he wasn't the only one like but, but they to, also yeah. arrested Blofeld but you're right it's a huge organisation it shouldn't rely on this one guy but wait Blofeld and Andrew Scott are together no Andrew Scott gets killed but they right so but, but Spectre are back in No Time to Die. I know, but like Andrew's like C is clearly part of a wider operation. Well, that's the too. thing. Like MI6 are like, oh, you shouldn't replace us with best. It's like, well, to be fair, C has infiltrated the entire British establishment and government and is building a central network all by under himself. Your no- yeah, under your nose. Yeah, and all by himself. And, you didn't like, even... and he's dead now. Now it's gone. It's like, sure. sure. And, and actually, they didn't even know about it. Um, it's always like that. But we didn't know about it. Yeah, because, well, you're fucking MI6. You should know about it. Yeah, I mean, I think... That must be something they get a lot. You're MI6. You shouldn't know about it. It's like, God damn it. We can't know everything. We yeah, can't but know, know, the, know that one thing. Yeah, it, know this, this like, the because one... Because it, it comes out of the blue in the film, that C's building, but it must be, like, 10 years just, at least just, in the major... Just, they like, built this huge the new building. Like, the guy's, like, the youngest guy <laughs> yeah. in MI6. He's like, I've been building since I've been 18. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, just a completely mindless, dumb film. I hate to be that blunt, but no, it's a great film. Remember, we need to get. Right, 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 but like, please, we'd love to have. We'd, we'd love to, to interview Daniel Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig wants and, to and come Andrew on. Andrew Scott. Talk, and, and yeah, about their new projects. Yeah. Love Spectre. Love to catch up. Did you hear? Uh, Daniel Craig's got a three-picture deal worth a hundred million dollars. Did you hear that Matt Hancock is going on? Uh, I'm celebrity. a celebrity. Yeah. What's crazier, too? Tell us in the comments. <laughs> What's <laughs> Andrew? Uh, no, well, Andrew. I Scott. mean, I love both. I think both are great ideas, and I I'd mean, love to speak to either. I'd love Matt Hancock to come on the show. What do you think Matt Hancock's thinking right now, doing all this? Do you think he's like, I'm, I'm so tired of politics. I no, just want I think, to be celebrity. I think he, I think is, it, is it part of his political? No, but I, these people, like you'd look at someone like Jeremy Corbyn, right? Who you know, he, I mean, he, he couldn't, he couldn't get on TV if he wanted, right? 
like because he's such a fucking evil person but then you like look at Matt Hancock he hasn't done anything bad in the last few years he's just a nice guy let's mm. give him a sort of celebrity he's like uh, I'm celebrities for people who used to be on TV a lot and have fallen out of the spotlight and are trying to sort of like get back, you yeah. rejig their career and that's basically <laughs> it's like a formula yeah and that's basically what he's doing and you know it's normally people that were on like Coronation Street or something right. or, so like his agent called him like so like like what are, what are my options his manager's like well you could go and I'm a celebrity but doesn't that fuck with your head a little bit that this was like basically the most important person in the country for about two years and now you're gonna watch him like eating bugs on TV it's, it's... like imagine Xi Jinping imagine Putin I think Putin, Putin should go well, on Putin, I'm a celebrity Putin would probably go on some reality TV show uh, about he'd, bear he'd kill it he'd <laughs> kill it he'd absolutely eat bugs yeah I'll fucking eat yeah. them all but Xi Jinping, imagine him like going on like some Chinese like kind of like tra- Trump. You see, girl. Trump's got too much dignity, you know, and that's why he does well. Uh, we, we're, <laughs> we're big Trump supporters on this show, actually. Yeah, yeah we We've are just now. Killed increasingly, every, our whole family. I used so. to like Hancock, but now I'm now I'm on Trump. Um, no, our favorite though is um, Quasi Quateng. Yeah, well, yeah. he's going to need to go on something to. Yeah, maybe he'll go. on. I don't it. think he's going to get invited on, oh. on a celebrity. Unfortunately, maybe on like Master so, Chef. So what's or... this deal with um? What's his face? Daniel Craig. Yeah. So Daniel Craig has got. Have you seen Knives Out? No, Gosh. but I've heard that's quite good. So they were like, I've heard it's well, really tried... good, actually, Commode. Right. <laughs> I tried to watch. I, I feel bad because I just I think I, I hate every film that comes out except for I just except watched, for all, uh, any I just, film. <laughs> I just I just I just watched every single film ever and I loved them. Yeah. But um. No, he's got like a hundred million dollars to do three films, uh, and it's three Knives Out, and there's certain. Oh my! God. And it's just like, oh my god, it's In, like it's just so... everything has to be. Well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't done. You're right. A Bond origin story, but also like Bond extended universe. Q. You do a Q. 006. 006 is screaming oh, out for a film, right? Like uh, the Alec. Uh, or the, the Double O gang. Like they they have a little spaceship <laughs> that they all fly in together. So what? Okay, so let's say I'm Netflix executive. Pitch me, like you got. Oh no, I'll I'll pitch you like some bullshit like Gotham. Yeah, it's like it's like MI6, and it's like set Uh, in the Bond universe, but it's all basically set in a pret. It's all set in like one pret in London, and nothing ever happens. That's like an Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix would be slightly higher caliber. Netflix would be the Q. It would be like Q uh, on his escapades, and um, it's animated series. Boom. Yeah, so Q's got the weapons. That he gives to Bond, mm. but he's got them on him himself. Mm. But he's like, a, he's a coward. Mm. So he, he's got the weapons that get him out of the, all these scrapes. But it's always like he's sort of desperately trying to get them to work, and mm. he's always basically just running away. And yeah, he's, got, he's got a day. Because then... Q does go on a bit of an escapade in Spectre. What he's actually out in the field. He meets them at that weird ski lodge where oh, he, he meets the French woman, right. and oh yeah, and he goes on the and he has to evade to. Uh, like henchmen, which is probably Blofeld's plan, plan for him to evade. Yeah. They're going to enlist uh, Q. <laughs> but um, what I was, was going to say, you know, I was you on need a... to do Hello Q. Hello Q. Yeah, like Hello Bond. Hello Q. <laughs> yeah, like oh, no, Blofeld. No, no. no, but they don't. Yeah, but I can't. I can't just take like the uh, the line and, and just say Q. Why it's... not? That would be a joke. That would have been the let, first let, let joke of the it. whole show. Hello Q. <laughs> No, I feel that was pretty good. I quite like I that. I think Hello James is better. <laughs> Hello James is better, yeah. but Hello-, Hello Q is is it's a running gag and Can it's an extension. Like, Hello, Daniel. See, this is how jokes work. Hello Daniel. <laughs> Say Hello Broccoli. Hello Barbara Broccoli. <laughs> Hello Broccoli Pie. Hello. I'm not. I'm not just some. He's, so he's at Rules Restaurant and he orders the. Bro- well, he gets told he's having the broccoli pie. The broccoli pie arrives and he says. Hello, broccoli pie. And that's the end of the podcast. Hello, broccoli pie. (laughs) Uh, But the last thing I want to say is I was on on Indeed.com, those job things, and there's MI5 (laughs) intelligence officer. No. I tell you. (laughs) It's like like, self-employed, like zero-hour contract. You should go in the description of the thing, but it's like someone who's really diligent and stuff. It's like, like, God, are they just desperate? I mean, what? I mean... Like, it's just that are the, are the offices empty. Like, no one wants to work for MI6 or MI5. Everyone wants to work for MI6. No one yeah, wants to work yeah. for MI5. MI5 is like watching CCTV cameras. We need, we need an MI5 uh, Netflix show. Well, this probably wasn't it Spooks or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, that was terrible. I mean, it was good. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Everything's great. Everything's awesome. Everything's awesome. Yeah. 
Anyway, well, that's a good way to end this yeah, let's awesome, end the podcast. positive podcast. Done, we haven't quite done an hour. I, I do want to make sure, I want to see that hour happen. Okay, we've got 40 seconds. Like, 40 give seconds. me the most interesting thought you've had ever. Well, my most interesting thought I've ever had is that we probably, we could do with a third person on this podcast. Whoa. So who could that be? I mean, I'm not, I'm, actually, I don't even agree with that. That's not even, I just, you disagree I, already the, the with thought, what you're saying? No, my, my most interesting thought is thinking of the fact that there could be a third person. But you what, disagree with that. No, I, have, I haven't come to a conclusion yet. I just think that's an interesting thing to think who about. Who could it be? We got Matt Hancock. We could just get him on. Get like, Matt, yeah. he's nearly yeah, used to yeah. Matt Hancock his, wants to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try and get him. No, you'd, probably quasi quasi. Than, you'd, you'd probably be funnier. You'd probably be funnier than both. Quasi quasi. Yeah. Or like revolving, or just any Tory PM. <laughs> just yeah. get a random like, Tory. Like Alex and Dan plus hey, any Tory yeah. PM available. Yeah. So hey, J- uh, Jacob Rees Mogg. Today we're talking yeah. about No Time to Die. Uh, I, today we're talking about Moonraker. What, what do you think about that, Boris? I think I think Tory getting a Tory on. Boris would be great on Bond films. Boris would be great. Boris is just great. All right. Well, we'll end there. Trump and Boris are great. And, God, this is just going to kill our fan base. Um, <laughs> our fan base. Yeah. I love it. A base the of del- fans. The delusion. The deluded deluders. <laughs>